Okay. All right. Well, uh, ladies, gentlemen, welcome back to week two, Low C Host Podcast. Uh, I've got Robert sitting next to me. Yeah. Hayden sitting next to me. And uh, uh, my name is Chad. Uh, you missed me on week one. Uh, and that is because week one was uh, a little bit of an experiment. Uh, we were trying, testing some things out. Um, I actually wasn't even in attendance. Uh, so Robert and Hayden kind of took the reins and uh, got drunk. There it is. They got drunk. Oh, man. Had some libations. We shared in libations. Right. But uh, again, we're back for week two. Uh, we're trying it out again. Second uh, second go around um, and uh, full participation this week. So um, yeah, let's uh, go ahead and get right into it. Uh, Padres had a day game today. They were playing the Rockies um, at Colorado. And uh, boy, bench is cleared. And, Woo! Uh, Woo! It was a hot one. I really like seeing like the little pissy, like spoiled look on Arenado's face. It really brought like joy to my day. Right, no, no contact, and he just like looks at the ball, pass yeah. him up, gives Perdomo that look like, did you dare come yeah. at me like that? <laughs> what did you throw at me? Yeah, right, and and again, totally merited, right? After last night, I mean, literally, they came out Renfro. Um, and uh, they pegged who was that earlier was, in the game? Uh, they got Margot in the yeah. Ribs. They got Manny. They got Manny. They got Manny earlier in the game, and then they came at Renfro. And again, the Renfro one looked dirty. And I've seen all day. Oh, it was accident. As an accidental, both of them were accidental. Padres were were purposeful. I call bullshit on that. Like if you watch the game, the Margot one, one hundred percent intentional. And then you come back around for Renfro. And why Manny? Manny can't even speak English. He can't like, even How is he talking shit to your, to your dugout? Like, sorry. Like, what's, what? Like, I'm going to peg Manny because he's really getting under our skin. He's been a great, Unless you're like, a great defender, but like, to, in all honesty, it's like, you know, what were you guys doing? Like, you know, maybe hit like Villanueva or something. But, right. But anyways, I mean, let's be real here. The ball didn't even hit Arenado, right? I mean, it grazed him, right? I'm a pitcher. I played in school, by the way. I played at Point Loma Nazarene University here in San Diego. Uh, unbelievable college. And, and I was a pitcher. And again, you brush back your plate. You own your plate, right? Amen. And, and again, sometimes you got to brush a hitter back. Yeah. And sure, it was high and tight. Maybe on the tight side of high. But And if it you're didn't Chad Hitchison, you throw a filthy ass changeup and it mystifies me till this day. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. But, anyways, like I said, it didn't even hit Arenado. And as Robert said, he came at him hot, right? And uh, uh, Perdomo's defense was uh, uh, laughable to say the least. Uh, that glove toss. I mean, you gotta you gotta at least make contact with that glove oh, toss, man. right? I mean, you're a pitcher, right? Like you find targets, and he just yep. like he almost sent Sail. that. He almost sent that into the sail <laughs> over, over the netting and just straight into the stands. Blame it on this guy. Charge the mound. But 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 as we as we mentioned. Nothing makes me happier than seeing Freddie Galvis come from way out in Philadelphia, drive by, and just right on the face. Oh, that was great. And Robert even had to point that out to me. I completely missed that oh, in the man. first go around. I mean, he literally, I mean, we're sitting here this evening, and, and he literally had to point out that Freddie Galvis came in with just the dagger at the end there, toss. We slowed it down, and and sure enough, Freddie Galvis comes out of nowhere and just tosses his glove into the mix. Ooh. I mean, dagger. I love that. It's good and to see from a from a, a newcomer to the team that he's buying in all the way. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And, you know, 
aside from his contribution on defense, which is amazing, first, I mean, my opinion, first real shortstop we've had since Green. Khalil has kind of left a void uh, ever since he left and went crazy and became a Buddhist monk. Um, so it's, it's really refreshing to see to see Galvis really be out there and have everything sort of working like an orchestra, essentially. Totally agree. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Freddie Galvis, I mean, you got to think, he came from Philadelphia last year. He played every single game mm-hmm. last year for the Philadelphia Phillies. And again, as Hayden said, we haven't had a shortstop like that in a very long time here in San Diego. And it's nice to see he's making yes. plays. Who's our, who's he's our last making shortstop? plays. Well, we did the Eric Ibar experiment, and that was fun. Um, I like the way he played the game, but you, you, you kind of get the, the the feeling that he was, uh, you know, in it to collect a senior paycheck. And uh, you know, same thing with Alexi. Alexi Ramirez was, you know, a bit frail. Um, I think he kind of gave up three quarters of the way through the season. So yeah, kind of been that's kind of been the, uh, the first real shortstop we've had. I'm loving it. Some people are saying, oh, we're only going to keep him around for a year until Tatis gets ready, but I don't know, man. This guy's sleek. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he looks good. How much are are we paying him so much that maybe we, like, we don't keep him around longer than a year? I mean, we're paying him for the last, you know, year of his contract. It's like $8 or something like that. I mean, if he likes it enough here and he buys into the vision that we've got for the future... I don't think it's a bad idea to accept Would we have to pay him more than Hosmer to keep no him? No fucking way. No fucking Absolutely way. Absolutely not. We're done giving out 30 mil contracts? No. no, no. <laughs> I think so. Well, <laughs> I would think he would be anywhere in the range of, you know, at his age, with his production. I think he could probably fetch somewhere in the neighborhood of 12, 13 million a year to start out with. But, Yeah. Anyways, yeah. and absolutely, and, and and kind of stemming off of that, I mean, Eric Hosmer finally today, I mean, finally is doing what we have paid him to do: hit a home run, like hit some dingers, stupid commercial he has. Oh yes, oh my gosh, I have been watching this commercial on the couch, literally watching him grip that bat. I'm Mike Eric Hosmer. I'm Eric Hosmer. I hit home runs for the San Diego Padres. No, Eric Hosmer, you did not hit home runs for the San Diego Padres. Well, okay, now you do. So I guess that commercial is a little bit valid yeah. now. But Before that, you sit in the clubhouse, you pep up the other players, you probably look good. I, I think he's bringing a little eye candy to the field. I don't. I can't, you know. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. He's a good-looking dude. I think, I think women show up for him. Yeah. But uh, so far, I mean, he just puts on the colors and does the dance. Hey, but look, uh, today you know, looked good. Besides, and late in the game. Yeah. Kind of when you don't even need it, it's good to see. You know, you always got to take the positive out of it. It's good to see him, even though yeah, we're down by three runs. He's still he's still hitting connection. the ball. It looked good. Hey, he was in the middle of the scruff too, man. Was, the second oh, the fight yeah. went down, he's just like, I'm going to bat for my teammates, man. He's a real you know? baseball guy. He's a, he's well, a baseball he, dude. And, and Eric Cosmer, I mean, we, we, we look at the stats, right? And, and I'm not a big stats guy, but... He's batting 333 on the year right now. I mean, just because he's not hitting home runs, and again, even myself have been looking to Eric Cosmer for the big bat, right? He's 333? You, you look for wow. him to hit those big bombs, right? You saw that in Texas. But at the same time, 
his production, he's been there. You see those two for four games. You see those two for three games. And again, the stats at the end of the day, he's batting three thirty three. I mean, that's I think almost Hosmer, leading the club. I think Hosmer today, I may be wrong on this stat, but he had like his eighth game in a row with two hits in a game. That's pretty impressive. That's really impressive. And exactly. you know, that's... if you're playing the, the, the hits game, like, yo, Hosmer's, uh, he's the one you want to pick. That's like, ML, that's, those alive. are, you know, going exactly. on a limb here, but those are MLB the show numbers. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's pretty damn good. And, and, I mean, and he again, only has four at-bats, two out of four, eight yeah. games straight. And, oh, yeah. and, you know, and, and you start looking at the numbers, right, and, and what the Padres put out, you know, that starting lineup, what they rolled out, you know, that first first game of the year, right, and you had Manny Margot in the lineup, you had mm-hmm. Will Myers in the lineup, you had what was a cold Eric Hosmer in the lineup, um, and and you had questionable, you know, back into the lineup. What whether is it's Hen- whether it's Renfro, whether it's Perella, whether it's Spangenberg, you know, right? All of those guys are just a huge question mark in my opinion. But you look at that lineup, right? And now you know where's Myers, Margot? Yeah. He got hurt today, right? And so now it's early in the season, right? And our DL is just growing stacking I mean, up a bit it's Massive. it is it is just continuously growing and and so i mean you had kirby yates go on the dl you know not long ago i mean will myers is obviously continuously hurt at this point you know guys can you can you give me a little bit of insight as far as like what is i mean can well, we say help here i'll i'll add a little bit my two cents on myers you know myers was the first sort of long-term project of AJ Preller when he came on the scene 2015 when we dubbed him the wolf of winter meetings now I'm a big fan of Myers I'm a big fan of his character I'm a big fan of the way he plays the game um when he had the nagging wrist issues and the other injuries that were keeping him out from time to time were a bit of a warning sign but I was won over by when he was on the field, he gave his all. Um, I'm worried that this will sort of snowball into something more that will keep him off the field. But I think all in all, he's he's going to give us par value for what well, we've paid for. Maybe. For and him. my question on Myers is this: is be just because I don't I don't read maybe. <laughs> What was he? You don't read some. I don't read none. <laughs> you don't read. Um, what was what was he hurt when he first came on the team and his then wrist. he was out that whole year? wrist? His wrist. What hurt? It was his shoulder this time. Uh, now it's back. And then what is his nerve issues? Uh, yeah, in like his, in his, in his arm, arm nerve issues. Yeah. So hmm. uh, same arm. Well, and again, and, and you got to think at this point. I mean, he came over. He was playing outfield, and he got hurt in the outfield, right? We put him at first base. He does all yeah. right at first base. He stays healthy. He maintains. We throw him back in the outfield this year, and here he is hurt again. Yeah. So, so where where does the problem lie, right? Is it is it the player? And again, I love Will Myers. That was the first jersey I bought. Yeah. Preller was going oh, on his yeah, yeah. spree. I remember. I love that player. I followed <laughs> him for such a long time, and and so again where you know where does the problem lie? And and I think this season we'll start to figure out at least in that regard. Um, you know what what Will Myers can do for the San Diego Padres and and but again you know today uh, that Colorado's Rocky game I mean Manuel Margot he's hurt and uh, hurt. again out. we expected Ribs. production out of Manuel Margot this year he was batting what one thirty low one thirty that's super sad that's a super yeah. sad story he looks good last year he he played good defense offense everything. This year, just a non-starter. I think the first game was he one of the guys that I was I was texting you about 
he didn't even get a hit in the first game. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I, I think it's a little early for concern for Margot. Um, I don't – I mean, it, through the interviews that I've watched from him, I don't think he – I don't think shit like that gets to him. Uh, he did an interview with Mark Grant last year, and, you know, they he asked him, oh, Manny, so what do you think the hardest parts of – um, you know, the game are. And he goes, they're not hard. You just get out there and play. So I, th- I think he has the right attitude. I think he understands that he has to play to maintain his spot. But, um, yeah. No, uh, you know, no no worry on my end. Yeah, and so. absolutely. And, I mean, you know, and kind of digging into that DL, uh, you know, aspect a little bit further, what about our pitching staff? I mean, you, we've seen a couple injuries, you know, early this season again from our pitching staff. And, and what does that, you know, kind of stem into as far as leading into the middle half of the season here and, and as far as, you know, depth and consistency coming out of the pen and even coming out of the starting rotation? Yeah. Well, my biggest scare is Lamette. I think because Lamette is, you know, sort of this part of this wave of, uh, you know, this this wave of uh, talent that's coming up. You know, it's part of the future. Um, you know, we, we certainly want to see him be a part of, you know, what we expect to be the 2020 team that's going to go very deep in the playoffs. Uh, it's worrying, especially because it's an elbow injury. When you hear elbow injury for a pitcher, you think, what? Tommy John. Absolutely. So uh, that that's always that's always in the back of your mind. Um, you know, when I think about Yates, I'm not too worried about Yates um, since it's not an arm-related issue. Um, you know, I'd right. Like, I mean, just a general ankle injury, right? But yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, let's be real. He's been good on the mound, right? Great. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, for me with the pitching staff, uh, I'm not too read up on these gentlemen. I really like the way Yates plays. I'd love to see him back on the mound, but at the same time, I, you know, I can't be upset with the performance. Well, shit, I gotta walk that fucking back. I gotta walk that back. Walk your no, dog no, back. I gotta walk no, that back. Again, because dog I, mean, back. I was gonna say when when we watched Tyson Ross play, it still looked like old school Tyson Ross, and I I firmly believe we're gonna get eight, nine, ten out of our twelve or fourteen games of him this year. I think we're gonna get like a strong amount of wins out of him. I think so too. But. Overall, I mean, when you have to, you know, you account for the Perdomo appearances, every hand appearance, I don't know how the fuck he has four or five saves this far into the season. Like, you're just giving it to him. You have to account for like, Brian Mitchell throwing curveballs yeah, on the heart of the plate. When you, look at, when you look at the grand scheme of our pitching scheme, our pitching lineup, yeah, we need these guys back. Yeah, absolutely. Totally need these absolutely. Guys and I mean, you've had some solid innings out of Yates thus far. I mean, some consistent one, two, three innings. I mean, early on, you go back to that opening series where where Hand wasn't himself. Uh, Yates set the set the set the stage for Hand. I mean, he gave him those perfect ninth inning ninth inning setups, and, right. and Hand couldn't shut the door. And and so yeah. again, you need those guys in the middle end of your bullpen like that to again give you those two, three innings that sometimes if you're if you're uh um if you're if if again your starters can't make it the distance there yeah and especially i mean especially if your pitchers are going to be out in like the third inning right and again again, we've got we've got some serious consistency problems as a whole and so um yeah yeah, we really we really got to work on that with that said short side note on the pitching i mean when you run down the list you know you've got Richard, looking good. I mean, he hit a home run. Anytime a pitcher hits a dinger, 
All right, keep them on the list. Yeah. Pitchers who rake. Yeah, exactly. Luke Casey. Don't get me started on Luke Casey. Looks we'll good. save that for Looks, the yeah, end of no, the podcast. We're not gonna, guys, we won't because, let you know. Let you guys already know I've got a hard on for Luke Casey, and I'm just going to go yeah, on and on and on. <laughs> but, uh, you know, all in all, when you look at the lineup, it's really not – the talent's there. It's just not showing up yet. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and I think, you know, where Robert's getting into here is that – I mean, what? How many games are we into the season now, guys? 13. 13, 13 yeah. games. 13, 11, 12, We've 13. We've got 140-plus games to go. Boom, and boom. if we're Padres fans, strap in, folks. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride. But we're in for it. Amen. And again, it's a long season. We've got yeah, the a games long are way to go. After it's a long games. season, and it's a long life. As I've uh, told a lot of my friends, the Padres will win a World Series in my lifetime. Lifetime, that's a long-ass time. It's a good time. In the grand scheme of things. Good amount of time. Yes. So, on that same exact note, I mean, I have to ask, like, what do you guys think, looking at NL West, you got the Rockies, Dodgers, are the Giants in there too? They a team? Yeah. Sometimes they're a team. <laughs> uh, Diamondbacks. Every other guys, year, right? The Diamondbacks every are every even it. year. Yeah, <laughs> every even year, as they say, the fans will tell you. Uh, the Diamondbacks are looking hot, really, really, really hot. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, you have the Dodgers down there, you know, hunkering down the bottom of the 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 group with us. We like to refer so to them as the Satanists. The big question, of course, is you know, by All Star break, as a Padres fan, this is always the hanging question. All Star break comes. Are we or are we not? In the running for the pennant. Can I go first? Yeah, let's go. Absolutely not. Oh wow. Yeah. It's too easy. It's too early to make predictions. But no, that can... is that is a hundred percent through and through prediction. You don't think this and is it our will year? Probably come fast. I agree, Chad. But I, just there's, give, there's... give your give your hot take. Please. Sure, sure, absolutely. And and I mean, let's be real here. Again, it starts with the pitching staff. We don't have the staff, in my opinion, to get us through what is even half the year at this point. Let alone the full season Mm -hmm. and so in my opinion it comes down to the pitching i've seen our bats they're about to wake up it'll come but we need pitching and we need consistency out of our pitching and we haven't had that for a couple seasons now and and it still hasn't been there i'm just waiting for these uh these young guns that we've been drafting to uh eventually trickle their way up to the padres because come on we need them boy we need them so uh, we don't trade them so loop them that back in uh (laughs) no Padres will not be in contention. Definite by no out of chat. Season. Okay, so what do we got out of you, Hayden? No. This Hell is no. Straight now. Yeah, here's why. Um, a lot of what Chad said, um, echoing just just uh, you know, thoughts about the pitching staff. Um, when Clayton Richard is your ace, nothing against Clayton Richard. I love the guy, I love how he battles, but that's not who you want leading you into the playoffs. Guys got home runs, man. That doesn't matter. Come on, dude, pitchers who rake. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> hashtag. That's that's not that's not the that's not the guy I want. You know, leading my staff into the, a divisional series. Exactly. Here's here's the here's the problem. When you go into the season, and really the only set spot you have out of spring training is Clayton Richard. That's a problem. Huge problem. When you have yeah. a guy like. Um, Luis Perdomo, who has shown flashes of brilliance in the past, but this season has shown sort of inconsistent control with his sinker and inability to pitch up in the zone, all over the zone, really. 
His if you look at his, his pitch mix, sinker, um, changeup, good slider, they all end up down in the zone. I think the best pitchers this day and age have the ability to both elevate and go back down in the zone. Um, <clears throat> Joey Lucchese, sorry, I'm just gonna give him a little spot there. Um, <laughs> Small spot. Wow. And then a guy like Brian Mitchell, who we acquired and even took on Chase Headley's last year of the contract for. I'm still not under. Sure, I'm still not sure why we did that. Um, still That's a topic for another day. It's don't still a topic for another day. I don't know. Incredible. I asked I about if we're making it to the playoffs. Yeah, he found and, a way to make it about Luke Casey. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> I'm Jesus, just Hayden, explaining why. On, what the fuck? I know I'm going on over 30 seconds, but you know, you, there's too there's too many question marks in the rotation. Uh, I think the bats are getting there. They certainly are. I think. Um, you know, we're, we're getting to have more of a set infield and the outfield, there's some, enough competition where um, it keeps guys on their toes and people are starting to actually try to, you know, make an impact. I think pitching's the last domino to fall, and I don't think we're going to get there um, until at least next year. Next year, wild card berth is very possible, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, Fingers crossed. Uh I mean, since you guys are both going no, I'm going to have to say yes. Yes, you are. This All is right. Out of yes, you are. Dissenting opinion. Absolutely. Because here's plain and simple. Obviously, defense wins championships. But if you're a fan of the same you know model I subscribe to, offense gets you to the championship, right? So okay. this is the right. first year that I've ever watched where we have more home runs than games we've played. That feels fucking awesome. Watching Villanueva hit those three home runs in one game, oh my god! It's cool to be there in person. Oh my, yeah. yeah. Me and Chad were there in person. If you guys, you know, we're section you guys. what two hundred five, two hundred seven, two hundred seven. Yeah, I catch Chad. Uh, section two hundred seven. Say what up to him. Throw some popcorn at him. Do what you got to do. Uh, but either way, watching that in person, I mean, you should have seen the stadium light up. It was like being at a Final Four SDSU. Really. Wow. Like last second buzzer beater, everybody got popping. out of their seats. People ran to different sections. People were, I mean, it, I lost my voice. The minute he heard that third home run, I lost my voice. So yeah. I have to come back to, you know, we had Matt Kemp. We had we had all these guys who are supposed to be sluggers, supposed to be sluggers. Matt Kemp. And finally, we found this roster where it really looks to me like every guy on the field is, of course, they're playing a little bit for the team. But they're really playing to prove, hey, I'm the best guy on the field. And I'm not sure how long that's going to last, but right now it's working. Right now, the last week, week and maybe half of a week, <laughs> if you will, yeah. has really been good about – you see them. They're challenging each other. They're really it's, – it's showing some signs of greatness. You know what you're challenging Glimpses right now? Of greatness. You know what you're challenging right now? My hunger. Your hunger. Dude, wait, yeah. speaking you know of... That was good for hunger? You know, we've got ribs on the grill right now. We got... We got like, it. we legitimately have... Wait, hold on, Robert. I'll be right back. Yo, where's that... Where's that sauce that you have? Yo, oh, shit. Okay, the, uh, wait. That's, like... You're in there, right? You know, like, you're sauce. in that company. Like, like, the, like the, the bitchin' sauce? Is that what you're talking wait, about? Wait, no, no, no. Yeah. Bitchin', that's, bro. Oh, shit. The bitchin' sauce. You're, you're in? You're, like, yeah. in there, right? Dude, Dude non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan. Yeah, we're in, like, most stores across the country. Whole Foods. Uh, not in Sprouts yet. We're in Vons, Albertsons in this area. Sprouts, you better get your shit together. Yo, find us in Costco. 
<laughs> yeah, Bitch and Sauce. So just so you guys know, uh, Bitch and Sauce does provide the equipment that we record our audio on. Big shout out to Bitch and Sauce. Uh, pick them up at your local grocer. Whether you're in San Diego or out of San Diego, we're at most grocers nowadays. Um, and uh, if you're here in San Diego locally, uh, find us at your farmer's market. It's going to be the best price uh, and probably the freshest sauce. So do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, Thank you, uh, bitch and Oh, sauce. man. Just grab these ribs off the grill and they smell ridiculous. <sighs> and I so. even had some carne asada fries earlier and I'm probably going to have some more. Those were those were brisket fries. Yeah. Brisket fries. Sorry. Those are the white people version of carne asada. Yeah, there we go. Keep that shit straight, my friend. Sorry. Well, anyways. The Mexican um, me. Well, Sorry. Bring it our way. Who's got more Mexican? Bring it our Me way. Hayden. Yeah, well, I speak more Spanish than you. <laughs> Hayden's probably more Mexican. Well, anyways, uh, <laughs> your last name is Contreras. It is, uh, it is Wednesday, and uh, we are bringing our ourselves, creeping ourselves towards the weekend, and uh, uh, we got the Giants in town uh, as of tomorrow. Yeah, uh, we got a seven a... seven ten p.m. Uh, game. Yep, a little mini uh, San Francisco Giants are, downtown. Giants are back in town, and uh, you know, interesting to see uh, what the Giants have have kind of. Laid laid out the groundwork for this year for themselves. Uh, it, it's kind of a big question mark. They're they're here, then they're there. Um, they kind of doubled down on the core that they have. Um, you know, a lot of analysts. You know, the Buster, not Buster. Wow. Yeah, Buster Olneys of the world, the Ken Rosenthal's of the world have all said, well, it's probably best that they go ahead and trade away some of their major pieces and and. Um, you know, start over trying to rebuild the minor league system. But, um, you know, they've really kind of said, you know what? No, we like what we've got right now. And uh, we're going to go ahead and go get McCutcheon and Longoria and see what we can do with that. Um, the major question I have for, you know, this Giants series is, you know, do we do we resume our pattern as being sort of giant killers at home? I think last year we fared pretty well against the Giants. Um, you know, I, I, I think we we do pretty well in um, both at home and, um, you know, at AT&T when it's sort of close to the end of the season. Uh, I like the matchup tomorrow. I like Mitchell against Stratton. You know, the ERAs are pretty neck and neck. Uh, looking for Mitchell to have kind of a rebound outing uh, this time. I have a lot of faith in Mitchell. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I live yeah, on Yeah, I certainly Street. don't know why I, you do either. I just feel like he... Look, he's in our starting rotation. Like, somebody sees That's not something much. in that guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> but somebody sees something in that guy, and I just have a feeling that, like, he's going to pop off. He's going to just throw eight... 10 fucking Ks, you know, and it's going to be fifth inning. Yeah. And we're going to be like, wow, this guy is incredible. And everybody's going to be touting Mitchell. And that day, when that day comes, I'm going to rub it in your guys' faces. Sure. And when that day never comes, we're going to forget about it. Okay. Good <laughs> plan. Sure. Good, sure. Good, sure. Good, Sorry about that. T-minus we'll uh, 28 hours, right? <laughs> so, so we forget about it, right? We'll see how we last. We'll see. Yeah. Hey, we'll see what happens. We'll see tomorrow, how we last. Right? See how we last. But we'll yeah. See. Anyways, I mean, let's be real. College night tomorrow, Thursday night. Thursday at the night. And, college uh, night. Turn and up. I believe, uh, Saturday. Tickets. I believe Saturday night. Or I'm sorry, Saturday day or afternoon. It's an afternoon game. It's an afternoon. Afternoon, it's yeah. an afternoon game. But anyways, got the BP jerseys. 
The BP Ooh, you jerseys. best believe I will be attending that. I'll evening. be there. Yes. I'm gonna snag one of those BP jerseys up because, uh, yeah, I, I still play sports. I'm an athlete, and uh, San Diego gear. You gotta wrap that around your town, huh? I to. absolutely believe that. Have so, to. quick rundown, guys. Uh, cheapest game of the week coming up this next week. We're looking at uh, Giants Thursday. That's gonna be today if you're listening to us. Uh, and then the second two games of the Dodgers game are currently the lowest price, twenty five bucks. Uh, look for that one to go up. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The minute the Dodgers come into town, tickets are. 40 oh man, bucks. those Dodgers fans—they so, uh, they come in. Yeah, uh, they come in packing uh, right. fans. So I would say they're real. They're real gems. And so in the second note, highest value, I'd say you gotta go uh, go Saturday, go Saturday, show up early, get a get a replica BP jersey. It's gonna cost you about five or ten bucks more. Actually, and surprising note to everyone out there, uh, check the MLB tickets center. Uh, for Peco Park rather than SeatGeek or StubHub or wherever you get your tickets because this so far this season, uh, the cheapest tickets I've seen uh, have actually been on the Padres Yeah, the MLB page. Yeah, yeah. MLB and page. So, yep. so go ahead and check that one first. Uh, so far what we're doing is we're just kind of checking SeatGeek, GameTime, StubHub, those ones. Um, but again, uh, go ahead and check the, the MLB Ticket Center. It seems like the Padres are keeping a good... good uh, inventory of their tickets this year and making sure that uh fans get it or the, the tickets get into the right hands and that we're getting fans in the stadium yeah so, get get butts and seats asses cheeks and seats yep. cheeks, cheeks and, and seats padres fans <clears throat> in those seats. los hijos so basically hijos our lineup is for the series we've got mitchell ross richard and lucasi if you want to go to any game, please go to the Saturday game. I would normally recommend the Sunday game, but... Is the Ross game Saturday? No, the Ross game is Friday night. Um, Lucchese Saturday. Sa- uh, Sunday. Um, Clayton is pitching on Saturday, um, you know, late afternoon-ish. That'll be a good game. Um, obviously, you'll get the free uh, batting practice jersey. And I think, uh, you know, it'll just overall be a good experience. Great night at Petco Park. Yeah, and absolutely. Well, uh, uh, anyways, well, with that, uh, we'd like to wrap up week two, uh, Low Sea Host Podcast. Low Sea Host! Thanks, uh, thanks for tuning in with the boys. Uh, we got Chad, Hayden, Robert. We're yep. tuning out. Cool. We'll See be back guys. next week. Don't don't be fucking stupid. Don't shit the bed. <laughs> don't shit the bed. Don't shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs>